0: Welcome everybody to episode ten of the Making Disciples podcast. We have finally made it to the big one zero. Thank you all for joining me today. Um, before I dive into today's episode, I want to hit this topic real quick because I usually hit it at the end of every episode, but some of you guys might not make it there quite yet. So I want to let you guys know right here. Um, make sure that you're submitting questions at the end of each episode. I'll have q and A Q&A at the bottom of this episode on Spotify, or if you're on YouTube, make sure to submit some questions. I do plan on in the next few weeks doing a big Q&A episode, either just me for you guys, or maybe me with a guest on the show. I haven't made that up quite yet. Um, But please make sure you're submitting questions. I would love to be able to do that. And make sure to check out the YouTube channel. Um, We've been receiving a lot of support over there here recently. So I thank you guys for that if you are a part of that. Um, So make sure to check that out as well. Today's episode, we're going to be diving into Isaiah chapter 26. And I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 8. And today's topic is really going to be based around. The fact that God gives peace to those who trust in Him. So I'll go ahead and read that for you guys now. Starting in verse 1. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. He sets up salvation as walls and bulwarks. Open the gates, and the righteous nations that keeps faith may enter it. You keep Him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because He trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. For He has humbled the inhabitants of the height height. The lofty city he lays it low lays it low to the ground casts it to the dust the foot tramples it the feet of the poor the steps of the needy the path of the righteous is level you make level the way of the righteous in the path of your judgments O lord we wait for you your name and remembrance are the desire of our soul god gives his own peace to those who trust in him set apart from god you don't have true everlasting peace As human beings, we must know that God has relations with others outside of himself, outside of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They have relations with us, with those who trust in him. We must understand that in God, there's perfect peace, nothing else. And then God's peace follows on his aboveness, on his heavenly state, on his complete righteousness and complete holiness, it doesn't falter. God is above us, not the other way around. Like even in our prayers, we're not called to ask him to do whatever we ask, but instead align our will with his. And his aboveness is what gives us peace because we have peace in knowing that he is guiding our footsteps and that he is pretty much a father. He is our father. He's our heavenly father. And he is the one that's taking care of us and will not let us fail God is calm and seeing the end from the beginning calm and peaceful as a teacher who is above a child who knows perfectly what is causing the child to go through so much care and toil in their schoolwork God has a perfect plan for those who put their trust in him we may look at our life with sorrow and depression but God knows that this is all working out for the better this is all working out for his entire will for our lives to be fulfilled. If we have trouble in our lives, let us lift up our heads and smile in knowing that the better is yet to come. This suffering is not supposed to last forever. Instead, God has an eternal dwelling place waiting for us and even has a perfect will for our life. Nothing can disturb the peace of God who is fully righteous and is Full of love. You know, in the heart and home of God, they have dwelt together from everlasting before the earth was formed. Our Lord is the God of peace. We admire the peace of God, and it's extraordinary to realize that that peace may become ours, although it is not available to those who are outside of Christ. If you want an instance in which God's peace was given to a man, look at our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, to be clear, yes, Jesus was God in the form of man, He is the Son of the Father. When He came, down to earth he humbled himself though and took on the sins of the world but through all of it he had perfect peace not my will father but your will be done Jesus Christ is the Prince of peace he is our peace we realize that we are set free from this world and our eternal dwelling place is in his kingdom when he was on this earth in the form of man his peace was provided by the father it came from inward harmony from aboveness and from righteousness and love Jesus Christ was the living example of how we are supposed to live and how we too may receive perfect peace through the Father. It is Christ who teaches us and guides us too on how we may receive peace. It comes from faith, submission, and obedience. It comes from setting Christ as our example on how we're supposed to live, on striving for excellence. We have peace with the Father through the Son. Christ's work in us involves such a change in us such a moral regeneration and renewal that it can only be found in those who have peace. John 14 27 states, Peace I leave with you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Apart from Christ, true peace will never be attained. Now, there is no hostility in the mind of God towards man, but when we look at the aspect of man towards God, we see an attitude of rebellion. Man, in the flesh hates the idea of having to submit to a higher authority. I mean, take for instance, to the United States right now when it comes to our president. So many people hate the fact that they have a president over them that they do not agree morally with. And so many people who refuse to give their life to Christ are going through that same exact issue because they don't like the idea of having to align their morals with someone higher or greater than they. Even though God's morals are the greatest morals, they're the morals that we're supposed to live by, the Wonderful plan devised by God was the sacrifice of his own dear son who then became our mediator between God and man. The peace which God bestows on us arises from the calming influence which he exerts on the mind by transforming of the affections from things earthly to things heavenly. If you want to have peace and you are in Christ, you can no longer be worldly, but you must be a citizen of heaven. Being a citizen of this world is completely worthless, but once you give your life to Christ and then be become an adopted child of God, you then have the greatest peace that you can ever imagine. The peace which God bestows on us is perfect peace which allows us to be calm and patient under every circumstances of the Christian trials. God will keep us in perfect peace, as it says here. It's not something that you feel one time. It's not how the sun shines through a stormy cloud once and then departs. It stays here eternally. It is an abiding principle which God keeps for his people and in his people so that we may stand confident and faithful through whatever may fall upon us. This peace is only enjoyed if our minds are stayed upon God. There is no peace in those who are wicked and those who are worldly. There is no peace in those who reject the call of the Holy Spirit and do not accept the free gift of, that Jesus Christ gave to us, the eternal sacrifice, the lamb that was slain. You may think you have peace. You may think that you know d- the desires of the world that you have, the riches that you have bring peace, but truly, it just brings even more unfulfillment. You never have fulfillment in your life as long as you're chasing the things of this world, but you will find eternal fulfillment in Jesus Christ. One last point I want to mention, and then I'll wrap this up. Perfect peace is not the promise from freedom or from sorrow. It is not by any means a promise of success or a promise of wealth on earth, but it is a promise of inward peace, that whatever we may go through on this earth, our Lord will deliver us from and no amount of suffering will compare to the peace we have when our mind is set on Christ. Make sure that you are walking with God. Make sure you are allowing him to lead you down the path of righteousness. Make sure you're taking the straight and narrow and not wide. I feel like I touch up on this a lot in my episodes and I think I, the reason I do so, I don't mean you know to talk over myself or to make the same point, but I think I need to drive it to the ground that we are not supposed to be worldly. So many young men and women, so many of my generation are falling victim to the worldly desires, the lusts. And it's it's scary really because these are the end times. Now is the hour to come to Christ. If you want true peace, give your life to God. Allow Jesus Christ to be the savior of your life who died on the cross for your sins and rose three days later so that we may dwell in the kingdom forever. Again, I'll repeat, if you guys have any questions, let me know at the bottom of this episode, or if you're on YouTube, let me know in the comments. I would love to do a Q&A. Even if you guys have some prayer requests, let me know, and I'll be praying for you guys. Um, that wraps up episode 10 of the show. Thank you all for joining me today, and I can't wait to see you guys in episode 11. God bless.